What's up and welcome to the Elevation Nation podcast. We're on a mission to help young adults activate mental fortitude and conquer the real world. It is a beautiful Sunday afternoon out. 65 and sunny, the Ravens won, and we get to do our first podcast of Elevation Nation. We are in beautiful Washington, D.C. I have officially made the move from New York City to D.C. to link up with Parker, but we should probably take a step back. You might not know who the hell we are. We are just two dudes trying to figure out the real world. Sound familiar? Yeah. If you're ages 17 through 28, I'm sure you're probably thinking the same exact thing. But we wanted to tell you a little bit more about who we are and and our journey and how we got to where we are now, which is starting this movement called Elevation Nation. So my name is Sam Panich. I am originally from Chicago, Illinois. Chi-town! I had the privilege of going to the University of Maryland where I met my best friend to my left, Mr. Parker Yablon. Yeah, Sam and I, I remember the first time I ever met him, I was like, I'm never going to be friends with this kid. Real story. <laughs> Walks into my apartment. I don't know the story. It was me, Miles, you came with Satsky, and I was just like, who is this guy? He brought the energy. I'm like, this is way too much to, for me. And now we're sitting here, two years after college, working on a new project, super excited about it. My name is Parker Yablon. I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Went to University of Maryland. Was always destined to go to University of Maryland. I feel like I couldn't have gone anywhere else. Currently, I live in D.C. I work for a big four company doing government consulting. I'm a diehard Baltimore Ravens fan. I started running a lot. I ran six and a half miles this morning. I like kombucha. I collect records. He's a hippie, is what he's saying. And I'm on my way to becoming a hippie, from what it seems. (laughs) So, Parker and I, we've been friends since freshman year of college. We've had some very amazing opportunities to travel Europe together, to travel Asia together. I also work in Big Four Consulting, and now we live in the same exact city. And, you know, upon our graduation from the University of Maryland, we had thought that we had done everything right. You know, in high school, we both were athletes and leaders in our schools. We both got into the University of Maryland and got fantastic degrees and had great internships and were leaders in College Park, Maryland. And we both had sick jobs lined up after school. Parker was here in D.C. and I had a job in New York City. And I will never forget the utter feeling of nervousness, of honestly depression of confusion of feeling lost of feeling uneasy that I felt in my first year after college and you know I was in the Big Apple I would call Parker and be like dude I don't know what I'm doing in work I don't feel happy is this really what my life is going to be like for the next 40 years and Parker shared similar stories and experiences and then we expanded beyond just us two and we started talking to more and more friends and everyone seemed to be in this, for lack of a better term, strange and awkward phase that no one talks about. Everyone just says, oh, you're fine. Like it's just be part of becoming an adult or you'll figure it out in time. Just push through the 
hard, tough years when you're the low man on the totem pole in your corporate job and you know, you might not be happy right away, like you privileged millennial that you want satisfaction. Yeah, no one likes their first job. Yeah, exactly. Like it's all part of the process. But then Sam and I, we as time went on, like as we were figuring this out, it's like, why does this have to be part of the process to struggle mightily after graduation? For me, I never forget, I got my job at the company I work now. I was ecstatic, but I dreaded that September 9th day that I was gonna start because I was so scared, I was so nervous. I'm like, what is happening? I don't even know how to be a person in the real world, yet they're throwing me into a job that I've never, you know, don't even know what I'm doing. And then you get there and I remember my first few weeks at work in particular. I mean, Sam and I aren't going to just talk about work on this podcast. We're going to talk about life in general, but work is a big part of this transition to the real world. And I remember on my, in my first few weeks, I was lost. I felt terrible. I was depressed. And I was depressed because I thought going in, I had all this, this background that I did everything right. But then I got there, I was looking around, all these guys walking around in suits and people like, seemed like they got it all together. No one was there to help me. No one was there to guide me. Yes, I had my parents. Yes, I had my other friends who were going through it. But no one was saying like, hey, Parker, I got you. And that's what Sam and I are trying to do with Elevation Nation. That's what we're trying to do with our podcast. That's what we're trying to do with the people we talk to. And that's what we're trying to do now is still try to figure out how to navigate the real world how to navigate not just only our job, but how to become better human beings, human beings, better boyfriends, better friends, better sons and better, better citizens of our global world. And I think, yeah, we're going to talk about success in the corporate world, but more so we're going to talk about a successful transition from young adulthood to adulthood and the real world. I think there's a lot of support for people going, you know, into high school for their first freshman year, into college your freshman year. But I don't think there's a lot of support for people going into the real world. And if you out there are, are it's like, like the GPS. Yeah. Like it, you're on this GPS. Yeah. Right. So that analogy that Parker is saying is throughout your whole life, it's as though you have a GPS, your parents, your teachers telling you exactly what to do, what turns to make, what classes to take, where to go. All of a sudden, you graduate from college or you join the real world and that GPS shuts off. And you need something Naturally. to, to yeah, and, and that's a good thing, you'll grow from it, but you need something to, to guide and navigate you. And, and that's what Parker and I felt is missing. And I think that brings us to a point that we wanna be crystal clear with everyone who listens to the Elevation Nation podcast is, we don't have life figured out. Parker and I are not some gurus who think we have life, you know, down to a science who can share secrets with you. Absolutely I will, I, not. I mean, let's be real. I'm going to be sharing some secrets about the best kombucha to drink <laughs> and how to run six and a half miles, you know, three days a week. Because there are some tips. There are some tricks that Sam and I will sprinkle throughout these, uh, these conversations that we had. But to what Sam was saying, we don't have the answers. I don't think anybody has the answers because we're all in different positions. We all come from different backgrounds. We all are joining the real world with um, a different journey. A different take. journey. So there really is no right answer. Yeah. But hopefully through our conversations and Elevation Nation community and podcast, you'll be able to find a little more direction and 
not have a GPS, but have a, a route on you know what's right for you. Exactly. And I think that brings us to what is the Elevation Nation podcast and, and what are you going to be experiencing and what can you expect from Parker and I? Like I had just said, we don't have all the answers. This isn't just going to be a conversation of Parker and I preaching to you all. Our goal is, again, a bit selfish on our end. We are both young adults in the real world, also trying to figure this thing called life out. And in order for us to do that, I think the best way to do that is by getting knowledge from other people who have gone through different diverse experiences and have unique backgrounds. So that's exactly what we're going to do on this podcast is Parker and I are bringing on different young adults, old adults, kind of old adults, people from all over the world, different professions, different stages of their lives, different outlooks on their life to give you all and ourselves the most diverse people possible to help us discuss a topic that I think is not addressed nearly enough, which is how to really go out there and figure out who you are, be confident in where you're going and conquer the real world. I think that's something so interesting is, you know, Sam and I have been planning this since February uh, and now it's October. We've, we've been thinking through this a ton, the things we want to talk about, uh, the people we want to talk with. And I'm super excited about being able to have those conversations. But one thing that I think Sam and I have realized is that there is some type of key that has worked for us over the last six months, and it's called mental fortitude. And to me, mental fortitude is being self-aware of who Parker Yablon is and what Parker Yablon wants in his life. And if you're clear on those two things, you'll be able to overcome those fears of the real world. Get outside the comfort zone and then conquer the real world. Something that we're going to talk about a ton. We're going to have on, you know, professional athletes, college athletes, entrepreneurs, CEOs, business leaders, religious experts, college counselors, cancer survivors, anything you can think of. Even people who are struggling right now. And, you know, maybe we're talking, it's not that they have something that they can maybe give us tips or tricks on how they're going about their life, but maybe we could talk through and help them or whatnot. We don't know yet what it's gonna be, but we know that we're gonna bring in a diverse range of people so that for us, we're gonna get different ideas in our head about you know some of the things that we can apply to our life, but also you know it wouldn't be fair if we just brought on the, the same type of person because like we said before, there is no answer. I think almost everyone can relate to the idea of feeling lost as a young adult, feeling lost as an old adult. Everyone goes through strange changes in their lives. Everyone goes through challenges. Everyone goes through ups and downs. And I think the key to getting through those challenges is mental fortitude and this idea that we're gonna hopefully learn from a diverse array of different people to truly try to better ourselves and become the best citizens of the world that we can. So if you want to be more comfortable in, you know, a group meeting, you want to be comfortable in presenting, you want to create a new routine for yourself that you feel passionate about, you want to learn a new hobby, a new skill, you want to be more financially independent from your parents, you want to learn how to be financially responsible, eat healthier, uh, feel better, 
sleep more. I mean, we're going to talk about all these things. But what Sam and I are going to continue to preach is that all comes down to one thing called mental fortitude. And that's what we think is the key to conquer the real world. 2020, as many of you know, has been... It's a crazy time. Has been a crazy freaking year. And all of us can try to better ourselves and better the communities that we live in and be the best versions of ourselves we can be. And I think that just leads to a happier, more fulfilling life. And it's something Parker and I have been obsessed with, I think, for years. We both joke that we've been 60-year-old men since we were, like, three. We've always had this greater appreciation. Well, it's always like, is that a compliment? Or am I offended that you're calling me that? I don't I think really, it's a little bit of both. <laughs> I don't really know. I think it's a little bit of both. We want to explore the true meanings in amazing parts of life and how to get the most out of life itself and make the world a better place by having on our different guests and talking to different people and helping people through some of their struggles that they're going through as a young adult. It's a scary, different, and, and strange world out there and, and we want to be your guides in, in helping you think through life and, and hopefully make the most out of it because it is a, a pretty amazing, amazing world we live in. So I will then put you on the spot then. Hit me. We call, uh, you know, Sam and I talk about this all the time, like our oh shit moment. Some, you know, part of our life where we're like, oh shit. And then it took you some time to realize and then you're like, that's like the, the bottom level. So what was your oh shit moment in, you know, joining the real world? I, I very vividly remember, I think it was maybe my second day going into my office in Midtown Manhattan, Times Square. Times Square. The mecca, the mecca <laughs> of the business world. I put on my little dress shirt, my well, dress no, I shoes. I think the mecca of the business world is a thing they call Wall Street, but you know. Sure, I'll give it to you. All right, fair enough. Maybe like Times Square is like, I don't know, I feel like it's the tourist capital of the world. <laughs> I feel like if you ever come to America, you have to go, you, you didn't go to America if you didn't go to Times Square. God, I wish I never went to Times Square. That place sucks. <laughs> I don't know what we were talking about. Parker went on. You were talking somewhere. about your oh shit moment. Ah, okay. I hopped on the subway, and I remember being like smushed into a corner with people all up in my face. This was before COVID, so don't worry. Not that it's okay, ever. And I was just like hiding in a corner of the subway when people were just jammed into me, elbowing me. And I couldn't get off at my stop. I wasn't assertive enough. I was a brand new New Yorker. I didn't realize you got to just shove people out of the way. And I went one stop too far. And I was like, is this really my life? Like, I'm going to be commuting on a New York subway, getting elbowed into Times Square every day. I was like, I think I need to do some self-reflecting here and figure out my path. So then he goes back to his apartment after, after work every day. And I remember having these conversations with him. And he's sitting in his bed trying to self-reflect. But yet there's people honking, loud noises. It's New York City. You're, I remember you being super flustered just about the whole situation. You know, like yeah. even coming from like College Park. Like, yeah, you're on college campus. It's not that loud no. compared to New York City. I don't think anything's as loud. Maybe a rocket ship is as loud as New York City, maybe. I, don't, I can't say I've ever heard of a rocket ship before, <laughs> but, you know, going off of what you're talking about in your oh shit moment, like, you were in a position in unfamiliar waters. Um, obviously, everyone is. I mean, you're in a new city, new job, um, 
and it was difficult. I mean, I struggled with the same thing down in D.C. You know, I had to take a 55-minute metro commute to work every day on top of being just, like, lost out of my mind, like, what's going on at work, and then have to take another 55-minute home. So actually with COVID, since we've been working from home, I haven't been doing that. I've been saving a lot of time, and I've been parlaying that extra time to improve other areas of my life. But I, I want to talk about something that's really interesting that you brought up to me, Sam, a few months ago when we're like trying to figure out all this stuff is you, you had a friend who, you know, you're asking like about the real world and what they fear and whatnot. And you said something really interesting. Do you want to dive yeah, into that? No, absolutely. So I have a dear friend, her name is Abby Jr. And I was talking to her about this feeling of uneasiness that I had as being an adult, right? We all pretend we know what we're doing. Everyone's starting to dress nicer and have real things in their apartments and go out to brunch together. And I was like, yeah, we're faking it. But do any of these people feel like they have their lives figured out yet? And Abby told me something that her and her friends had talked about when she had graduated. They said that they felt they were in a race to be okay. I'll say that one more time a race to be okay. Not a race to success, not a race to be amazing. They just wanted to be okay. And that really stuck with me and resonated with me as I think a lot of young people out there feel as though they're trying to figure this thing called life out and not even get to a point of, you know, white picket fence and beautiful life and right? They're like, no, no, no. I just want to feel okay like with my everyday. I want to feel not lost. I want to feel confident in who I am. And I want to feel like I can go out and conquer the world. And that race to be okay is something that really stuck with Parker and I as we were coming up with this concept behind Elevation Nation as, yeah, we're going to help you be great and excel in the real world. But for a lot of you, we're just going to help you go from feeling like shit to feeling better and to feeling good and to feeling confident and feeling okay with where you're at in life because you're not gonna get to your pinnacle of success overnight. But you do wanna feel okay waking up every day as though every day is a gift and, and you can go out and conquer it. And, and that's what Elevation Nation is gonna help you do. When she says like the race to be okay, it's like implying that the social norm in America is that when you graduate college, the norm is that you're not okay and you should not be okay when you graduate. Why is that? Like, why is when you join the real world, you have to go through all these struggles hmm. to then just be okay? I think it, so my answer to you, Parker, that might've been a rhetorical question, but an idea popped into my head. I think our generation struggles with one, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel because we are used to instant gratification. Our generation is addicted to our phones. We can contact anyone in the world within two seconds. We get unlimited likes on our pictures. We spend constant time swiping through social media. We don't even watch a whole TikTok video, man. You swipe through a TikTok video before it's even finished. We are in constant stimulation. And I think you go from college, the best four years of your life to, all right, here we go. It's time for the real world, thinking that everything's going to work out and everything's going to be perfect and there's not going to be struggles and you can just 
swipe the real world like you can on your phone. Yeah, it's like promotion yeah. and then raise and then whatever, you know, it's like I'm going to do this thing and then do this thing and then do this thing. When at the end of the day, it's like the most corny cliche like like it's not a sprint, right? It's like, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And like that's something that Sam and I and you know some other people who I've seen you know, how they've conquered this transition is that they've understood it's the long game and that you shouldn't be getting things instantly, you know, that you really, really want. And it's a matter of essentially figuring out what's right for you in that moment so that you with your vision are getting one step closer to that gratification that you've always been trying to go for. I think it's it's easy for a lot of people out there to promise instant success and instant happiness, right? A lot of these people that that talk on social media think or pretend that they have the answer to this idealistic lifestyle. And I think it goes back to Abby and her friend's beautiful quote is, yeah, you'll get there eventually, but let's just race to be okay for now. Let's just get to that point. Our biggest goal that we can promise all of you is we just want to help other people feel okay. It's not going to be a race anymore or a sprint to be okay. Sam and I want to be on a marathon with you to be great. And it's going to take time. Uh, it's going to take effort. And through these conversations, let's learn something. Let's learn something new. Let's change our perspective on things. I'm super excited for that. So we're wrapping up here. How do you join the nation, the elevation nation that Sam and I are hoping to build? You can follow us on Instagram, Elevation Nation IG. Follow us on Twitter. We'll be posting these podcasts hopefully once a week. That's the goal. Or you can visit us at elevationnation.io, not.com IO. So elevationnation.io. Someone owned .com and wanted like three grand for it. And while we love all you listening, you're not worth that much. So. Not yet. (laughs) Uh, We're super excited about this journey, and it's just getting started. We've got a bunch of conversations already lined up with some pretty cool people. And if you're ever interested in coming on the podcast or you know someone who would be great to uh, come onto the podcast, please shoot us an email, You know, shoot us a DM, whatever it is. Let's make it happen. Welcome to the nation. Let's conquer the real world together. Thanks for listening to the show this week. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, whatever it may be. If you want to join the nation, follow us on Instagram at ElevationNationIG. Or you can visit us at elevationnation.io. DM us if you want to share your story on the podcast or if you think anyone else should come and join our conversations. Our intro is produced by Jay. You can follow him at produced by Jay on Instagram. Thanks to our mentors, Rich Keller and David Hess for their constant support. Hope to see you next week.